Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you glory. We give you honor, Father. We thank you, Jesus, for this day. This is the day that we have made, and we shall indeed rejoice in it. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to share your word with your people in the name that is above any other name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, I greet you in the wonderful name of my Lord Jesus Christ, in the wonderful name of my Lord Jesus Christ. I am Latter-day Preacher. I come all the way from South Africa to bring you nothing but the dose of the Word of God on your favorite podcast, uh, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. That is what we're all about. We're going deep in the word of god well i hope you are blessed wherever you are i hope you are blessed i hope you are truly 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 blessed truly blessed this is a beautiful day it's a wednesday it's a 9th of october it's a i mean 9th of september uh, it's a beautiful day hope you are you, that you are enjoying it wherever you are well i feel good i feel repre- i feel blessed i am happy to be alive i am happy to be alive well today we are reading on the book of acts the acts of the apostles we are reading on the book of acts today we are on chapter 11 chapter 11 verse 1 to 2 to 18 that's what we are reading on today today we are talking we are reading um and the theme of 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 today's uh, uh, scripture or sermon is Peter's report to the church at Jerusalem. Well, we'll learn why it is important to read this scripture. We will learn why it is important to read this scripture. Hallelujah. Praise God. Here we are meeting Peter. Peter has just come back from, from, from ministering you know, uh, from from he was coming from from from, from meeting, basically um, uh, Cornelius, praise mighty Jesus, and from 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 being at Joppa, praise God. You, you will learn who Cornelius is. You will understand what I'm talking about, as I am reading in the scripture. So. We are meeting Peter now, who is coming back from a journey, who has come to to give report to the church in Jerusalem. But I must tell you that um, when he comes back, he he comes back, some of the Jews then are not so welcoming or are hostile, praise mighty Jesus, towards him, towards him because of what they have heard. Because of what we heard, praise mighty Jesus. Let me just give you a bit of a background. So Peter um, went to, to, to meet a, a, a man by the name of, uh, of, of, of Cornelius. Of Cornelius. Of Cornelius. Listen, um, let me take you back to chapter 10. The Bible says there was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius 
who was a captain in the Roman regiment called the Italian regiment. So verse 2 he says he was it says he was a religious man. He and his whole family worshiped God. He also did much to help the Jewish poor people and was constantly praying to God. So verse 3 says It was about three o'clock one afternoon when he had a vision in which he clearly saw an angel of God come and say to him, Cornelius. Verse four. He stared at that angel in fear and said, "What is it, sir?" The angel answered, "God is pleased with your prayers and works of charity, and is ready to answer you. And now send some men to Joppa, for." a certain man whose full name is Simon Peter verse 6 he is a guest in the home of a tanner leather of a home of a tanner of leather named Simon who lives by the sea verse 7 then the angel went away and Cornelius called two of his house servants and a soldier a religious man who was the, who was one of his personal attendants verse 8 says he told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa so this is the introduction that i want you to to understand you i want you to understand if you have not read yet um, what i'm what 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 I'm, what i'm teaching about today this is a man who was a captain in the regiment of it, uh, italian army He was a captain and the Bible says he was a religious man and the Bible says he had in one afternoon he had a vision and 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 the angel of God showed uh, and the angel of God appeared to him and 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 instructed him to send men to 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 call Peter Peter who was uh with a man called Simon praise mighty Jesus and the Bible says Simon was the was the tanner of leather praise god so let us let us let us let us read now on this scripture so that so so that you will understand what i'm getting at so that you will understand what i'm getting at praise mighty jesus so we are reading now on chapter 11 our main scripture that is this is where we are now peter's report to the church at jerusalem so the apostles and the believers throughout judea heard that the gentiles also had received the word of god verse 2 when peter went to jerusalem those who were in favor of circumcising gentiles criticized him saying verse 3 you were a guest in the home of uncircumcised gentiles and you even ate with them So verse 4 so Peter gave them a complete account of what had happened for from from the from the very beginning. So now Peter is welcomed is is welcomed back by but some of the Jews as the Bible says here are, are hostile towards him because of what they have heard. They have heard because they have heard that he visited a man named Cornelius and when he got there he ate with this man And 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 underline 
underline in the fact that this man was uncircumcised. This is a jealous. This is this is a gentile, and he he is an Italian man, and he is uncircumcised. So according to the Jews back then, I don't know now, but according to the Jews back then, any man who was not circumcised was regarded as unclean or defiled. Was regarded as unclean or defiled. Praise Almighty Jesus. And this man was one of those men. So, in in, in actual fact, these men are criticizing Peter. But 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 they were quick to judge him. They were quick to 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 criticize him without knowing, you know, um, the background information or what led Peter to go and meet with Cornelius. Praise mighty Jesus. Well, we, we will get to know. We will know. We will know. We will know. I think this is a very beautiful and very, very educational uh, um, um, a lesson for today. Praise mighty Jesus. So Peter is about to explain to them what happened before they, they, they even go further criticizing him. Hallelujah. So it's verse 5 now. While I was praying, so Peter... Is, is telling them the story from the beginning. So he says in verse 5, While I was praying in the city of Joppa, I had a vision. I saw something coming down that looked like a large sheet being lowered by its four corners from heaven, and it stopped next to me. Verse 6, I looked closely inside and saw domesticated and wild animals reptiles and wild birds verse 7 then i heard a voice saying to me get up peter kill and eat in verse 8 but i said certainly not lord no ritually unclean or defiled food has ever entered my mouth so verse 9 says the voice spoke again from heaven do not consider anything unclean that God has declared clean. So verse 10 says, This happened three times, and finally the whole thing was drawn back up into heaven. So now Peter is explaining to the Jews or the brethren or the believers in Jerusalem so as to what led to him meeting with the with the Jews with the with the Gentiles and 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 and, and how did the Gentiles um, uh, uh, became baptized in the Holy uh, with the Holy Spirit praise mighty Jesus so now he says while I was praying in the city so so he had a, a vision this is remember Cornelius had a vision had a vision first that is when the angel of God appeared to him and told him to send um, a, a, a man to call Peter so on the other side of town so Peter the Bible says um to go deep into 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 Peter, the Bible says Peter was was there visiting a man, as you know Simon, and and and, and the Bible says it was um, it was uh, time to pray because the Bible says it was prayer time. 
for Peter. So he, he, he went up to pray and, and, and he was feeling hungry. He was hungry. So the Bible says food was being prepared for him. But while he was praying where he was, suddenly he had a vision. And this vision, he saw something like a sheet coming down. And when he looked on uh, and the sheet, when, when, when the sheet was near him, it stopped. So when he looked, he saw all sorts of animals. Some were domesticated animals. Some were wild animals. Some were, some, some were reptiles and all. And, and, and he had a voice saying that he must take, kill and eat. Praise mighty Jesus. But remember, these, some of these, by his reaction, they clearly, Jews did not eat such things. Clearly. They, they regarded them as unclean or, or, or defiled. Praise mighty Jesus. So they regarded them as unclean or defiled. So, and the voice of God came to him. And the voice came back again and the voice said, Do not consider anything unclean that God has, has, has declared clean. This happened three times and finally the whole thing was drawn back up to heaven. So while he was still there, the men that were sent by, by, by Cornelius were at the gate. That is when the Spirit of God told him. Praise mighty Jesus. So you will get where this, this, this will end. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 11 says, At that very moment, three men who had been sent to, to, to me from Caesarea, arrived at the house where I was staying. So verse 12 says, the Spirit, the Spirit told me to go with them without hesitation. Praise mighty Jesus. So you look at the vision that Peter had. Hallelujah. Look at the vision what Peter had. And, 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 and look at what God was trying to tell him by that vision. Praise mighty Jesus. So Peter is trying to explain to those that were there in the meeting where he was giving the report. Those that were judging him, those, were, those that were criticizing him. So he's, in other words, he's trying to tell them, it is not of my doing. This is God's plan. It was all God's plan. And God was telling me through that vision that you cannot call people unclean. People that I declared clean are clean and not defiled. Defiled. I want you to, talk, to, to remember to remember something. Um, um, so something that Paul once uh, um, said that he is a Jew of Jews. Paul, remember when Paul was saying that he is a Jew of Jews, that he, he has every reason to, to, to boast, you know, that he, he, is, he, he, he was circumcised just like a Jew. But he, he did not regard all those things as important. In fact, he regarded them as, 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 as basically garbage. All those things, the privilege that he had, you know, in society, you know, the status, everything that he had, you know, even the circumcision. 
because he highlighted the fact that the only circumcision that mattered to him was the spiritual circumcision because we cannot boast about anything that happens on the physical because we must boast about something that happens spiritually praise mighty jesus so it's very important that we understand this scripture um, in that way praise mighty jesus so to me this scripture is highlighting what paul was talking about in that scripture that paul was talking about that the most important thing praise mighty jesus perhaps let, let me just take you back a bit perhaps circumcision was was relevant and good uh, 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 um, under law but now that Christ mighty Jesus now that Christ has paid for our sins now that Christ was sacrificed for us so the physical um, circumcision became irrelevant praise mighty Jesus the physical circumcision became irrelevant and now the, the, the spiritual circumcision became relevant because when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord and you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you become a spiritual being. A spiritual being. A human being is a spiritual being. Therefore, what happens on the physical, it does not matter anymore. It's not something we can boast about. But we can only boast about the, 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 the spiritual circumcision being taken when you are when you are being when you are circumcised spiritually. That means you are taken from darkness. In Africa, for instance, as 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 men who, are, who circumcise, I went to the mountains too. I am a circumcised man. In my tribe, we, 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 we get into circumcision. We go to the mountains and we are being circumcised then. And then we come from the mountains. After some time, maybe a month or two months, you stay there, but you come. You come back. So we, <clears throat> that is important to, to, to men of this world. That is important to those who value traditions and all those things but to us Christians when you are to us Christians the most important thing is to be circumcised spiritually because you are uncircumcised as long as you have not encountered Jesus Christ as long as you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and, and Lord, as long as you are not born again, that means that you are uncircumcised. You are uncircumcised. So the day that you stand and you confess and you believe, you know, you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, that he died for you, and me the day that you confess and you believe with your heart that is the day that you are circumcised that is the day that the most important circumcision becomes a reality in your life because the physical circumcision is not important at all it has no value it has no value it does not take anyone anywhere you will not go to heaven because you are circumcised physically. That is something that we have to understand. So these men, they, they did not know better because they thought 
that the physical circumcision was important. Then God um, showed up on, 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 on Peter and God was teaching Peter a lesson. Otherwise, if, if that didn't happen, praise mighty Jesus, if that didn't happen, the men that Cornelius sent would arrive, but Peter would refuse. <laughs> praise mighty Jesus. But because he was still a Jew, you see, so Peter would refuse. Peter would basically say, I cannot sit and eat with uncircumcised um, um, when uncircumcised Gentiles, I cannot sit with Gentiles and eat with them because I regard them as unclean. I regard them as defiled. But God had to come to him and show him that vision. And Peter understood that vision. Praise mighty Jesus. That is the most important thing that you must understand what God is trying to tell you or teach you or show you. So Peter understood it understood it that is why he was so willing to go to meet the man called um cornelius cornelius so verse 11 says at that very moment three men who had been sent to me from caesarea from caesarea arrived at the house where i was staying verse 12 the spirit told me to go with them without hesitation these six fellow believers from Joppa accompanied me to Caesarea, accompanied me to Caesarea, and we all went into the house of Cornelius, the Gentile. So verse 13 says, He told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house, who said to him, Send someone to Joppa for a man whose full name is Simon Peter. So verse 14. He will speak words to you by which you and all your family will be saved. I want you to, 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 to notice. Because what, what, did the, what does the Bible say in verse 10 about this man? The Bible says there was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius who was a captain in the Roman regiment called the Italian regiment. Verse 2 says he was a religious man. He and, his whole, uh, he and his whole family worshipped God. This man was a religious man, but he was not saved. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So he was not saved because here we, 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 we learn that in, in, in chapter 11, in verse 14, we learn that the Bible says, He will speak words to you by which you and all your family will be saved. And the Bible uh, underlined religious. When you are religious, does not mean you are saved. Praise mighty Jesus. Because even the Jews and the teachers of the law that murdered Jesus, that sacrificed Jesus, were religious people. They were not saved. Even Paul... Before he became an apostle, he was a persecuting the church. He was a religious man. Religious man. He was zealous about his religion. He killed and murdered, jailed Christians, born again, those who were saved. So 
This man, Cornelius, was not saved. He was religious. He believed in God, right? He believed in God. The Jews believed in God that murdered Jesus. They believed in God. They just did not believe in the Son of God. They just not, did not believe in Jesus Christ. And they forgot one thing, that, that there is no heaven without Jesus Christ. They, be, they, they forgot that Jesus Christ is the mediator between us and God. They, believe, they forgot that Jesus Christ is the way, is the truth, and is the life. They forgot that without Jesus, there is no heaven. They forgot that God gave authority to Jesus to judge. They forgot that. So they, they rejected him and they murdered him. They sacrificed him. Whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, they killed him. Praise mighty Jesus. An innocent man. So this man was a religious man. They loved God. Okay. They loved God. They loved God. They loved God. But they lacked one thing. They lacked one thing. They were not saved because they did not yet receive the spirit, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Listen to what the Bible says. So, and, and the Bible says here, He will speak words to you by which you and your family will be saved. Then verse 15 says, And when I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came down on them just as, just as on us at the beginning. Verse 16. Then I remembered what the Lord had said. Now he rem he, he's remembering what Jesus had said. Now Peter is remembering what Jesus had said. John baptized with water, but you will, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mighty Jesus. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with spirit. Remember the same Holy Spirit that came down on them as they were gathering as believers, worshiping and praising God in the upper room during the day of Pentecost. It's the same Holy Spirit that came over the Gentiles. Praise mighty Jesus. The Holy Spirit that came over them. The gift which they received in the day of Pentecost. is the same gift that Cornelius and his people received when they met Peter. Then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then verse 17 says, It is clear that God gave those Gentiles the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Who was I then to try to stop God? My goodness. Isn't it wonderful? Can you imagine thinking that all your life that you know God? Can you imagine? This man had a family all his life he thought that he was on the right path which he was he was still a religious man he was still loving God he was still acknowledging God but the things have changed 
or covenants have changed. In other words, he was still uh, serving God under law. So in order for the law or in order for the veil to be removed, he had to meet Peter. How many people are, have been going to church a long time? Going to their own churches where um, they do not accept, where they are not baptized in the Holy Ghost. There's a lot of people. We, we have uh, the churches that we call traditional churches where no such is done. No one is accepting Jesus Christ. No one is born again. It's just church as usual. Those people are religious. You know, imagine at age 40, 50, now you encounter the Holy Ghost. That is, that, that, is when you, that is when you meet your salvation now. That is when real salvation happens now. So we need to, 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 to be in a position in, in, for us, all of us as, 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 as believers and, and as Christians, we have to be born again and we have to be born of the Spirit and we have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. There is no two ways about it. We have to accept. People know the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even those who, who, who refuse to accept it. Even those who teach the other gospel. They know the truth. Praise God. I love this. I love this. I love this. This to me says, you know, uh, the grace of God. The love of God. The salvation of God is for everybody. God has just said everybody can be saved. And we are given a choice, mighty Jesus. We are given a choice. You can either choose to be saved or you choose to live the life that you are leading now. That is leading you to hell. So we are given that choice. And the gospel has been preached. And you know about it. The fact that you reject it. It's going to count against you one day. One day is one day. You're going to regret rejecting the gospel when it was preached to you. Praise mighty Jesus. God, I love this. The gospel is for everyone. The gospel is for Gentiles. <laughs> Gentiles who were regarded as unclean because they were uncircumcised. My goodness, God showed and God demonstrated that physical things that are done or physical ceremonies, they don't matter to God. But it is the spirit of a human being that matters because when we worship God, we worship him by truth and, and by spirit. It is that spirit that matters to God. What you do on your physical, it does not matter to God. But what you do in your spirit, it matters to God. That is why when you look at your body, don't look at the physical. Look at your body at a spiritual level. Keep it pure. Keep it holy. Keep it righteous. Whatever you do, whatever comes out of that lips, of those lips of yours, it must, some, it, it must not be something that, is, that curses others. It must not be something that, 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 that causes chaos wherever you are or lies or deceit. But it must be something 
that comes from a child of God. Whatever that lives in your heart, it must be a Holy Spirit. It must be, your heart must be a holy place where the Holy Spirit can reside in peace. I'm glad that I, uh, uh, I've read this scripture today. I'm glad that I, I, I taught about this scripture today because it, 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 I have also learned. I have also learned so much. Because the moment you teach, you, you, you are teaching not only those who are listening, but also yourself. You are learning, you are growing. Because the, the Holy Spirit is revealing new things every day. And you are learning every day. Well, that's it for today. That's it for today. If you have taken anything away from today's um, a lesson, take the fact that, one, that the gospel is for everyone. Whether you are Chinese, whether you are an Indian, whether you are black, whether you are white, the salvation God has given us authority, you know, to the salvation. God has given us authority to, to, to the kingdom of God, he has given us authority and the right to be saved, to, to, to eternal life. But he, God has also given us an, a freedom of choice. So it's up to us, you know, to, to, to choose if we want the eternal life or we want the, the, the eternal torment because if you don't uh, if, if you don't um, do the will of God or you do not live according to the will of God then you there's torment that is coming to you no doubt about it but if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in this life and and and, and seek always strive to do good and seek righteousness of God then there can only be good things in the future for you. Then you have the authority and the keys of, of heaven. And then you, you will know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Praise mighty Jesus. Well, let us just leave it here today. I am the latter day preacher. Um, hope you've been blessed by this teaching. Hope you've been blessed by this scripture. Father, we thank you for this day i thank you lord for this wonderful wonderful lesson today father i pray that your people will open their hearts and their souls to your word oh god but they they should not just be um receivers of the word but they must be doers of the word i pray in the name of jesus amen well till next time bye bye